I don't want to hear about your excuses. Let's talk about the solutions. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam. The VOpreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday VOpreneur. Hey, thanks for checking out another episode of the Everyday VOpreneur podcast. So excited to have you here and really looking forward to diving into this episode with you. You know, one of the things that I have gotten really good at, unintentionally, is making people uncomfortable. And not uncomfortable in a bad way. Uncomfortable in a good way if there is such a thing. And, and I believe that there is. One of the things that I keep hearing from people about this podcast is that it's making them uncomfortable in the sense that they're hearing the things that they don't want to hear, but they know that they need to hear. And that is what my objective has always been, because that's what I believe a good coach does. I believe that a good coach tells you the things that you need to hear, which are not necessarily the things that you want to hear. And in fact, in one particular episode, one of the responses that I got from somebody was, thanks a lot for that, Mark. It was the punch in the face that I needed. Now, obviously, my goal is never to punch anybody in the face. I, I haven't thrown a fist in many, 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 many years. But if I can knock a little sense of reality into you, then that's a good thing. If I can make you uncomfortable enough that it forces you to evaluate the things that you're doing, the things that you're saying, then that's a good thing. And that is what this episode is all about. Today, I want to talk about some of your excuses. And we're going to talk about how you're going to get over some of those excuses. Because if I had to make a list of the five most common things, maybe, that I hear from people, hundreds of emails every week from voice actors, and what does it all boil down to? It's things like, but Mark, I'm too busy to market. But Mark, I don't have enough time for marketing. But Mark, I have a full-time day job. But Mark, I have a wife and kids and a dog and a cat and a goldfish and an alpaca and all of them need me and all of them have to be taken care of. Trust me, whatever your excuse or excuses are for why you're not where you want to be in your voiceover business, I've pretty much heard them all. People are forever blaming their lack of success on their lack of time. They may not always say it that way exactly, but that's really what it comes down to. And you know what? You might not even see it that way, but that is what it comes down to. At the end of the day, you're blaming a lack of time for why you are not able to get things done. So let me ask you a question. How are you spending your time? If you had to sit down and for seven days, you had to write a journal documenting exactly how you spent all the time in your day. And so every hour you had to sit down and, and 
make another entry for how you spent that hour. What are you going to find? You binge-watched your favorite show or shows on Netflix, on Prime, on Hulu, or maybe on Netflix and Prime and Hulu. You spend 20 minutes playing Candy Crush while you're sitting on the toilet. You always seem to find time to fit in your afternoon nap, which, as a side note, anytime is the right time for nap time. It's a motto that I live by. You spend 20 or 30 minutes in the shower every morning, yawning, while you try to wake up. You've read all of the Harry Potter books twice. You spent two weeks beating the last game that you bought for your Xbox or your PlayStation. Like you just totally binged it. You sat down and you played it until you beat it. You don't even realize that all those five-minute Facebook visits add up to two or maybe three hours a day. You watch Monday Night Football and Thursday Night Football and Sunday All Day Football. And maybe it's not football. Maybe it's basketball. Maybe it's baseball. Maybe it's NASCAR. Maybe it's not even sports. Maybe it's a cooking show or home renovation shows or something like that. But you understand the gist of it. You have enough time to complain to your coach that you don't have enough time. That one I speak on from experience because people have done it with me before. So all of these things that I've just listed, as I mentioned any of them, did you, did you start to cringe a little? Did you start to, to feel it tweak a little? Did you feel a little bit of conviction? Are you already ready to turn off the podcast because you don't want to listen to the rest of what I had to say because you already feel like I'm inside of your head and I'm speaking to you directly? There are all kinds of things that we all do on any given day and on any given week. But let's take a minute to think about how successful people spend their time. Without even realizing it, you're literally wasting hours every single day on things that might be nice, or they might be fun, or they might be entertaining. Maybe they're even things that you think are important, and maybe some of them are things that are important. But all of those things aren't going to get you one step closer to your goals. Successful people are people who invest in time. Successful people don't look at the 24-hour clock the same way that most people look at the 24-hour clock. You know, as my business has grown and, and as my coaching business has become a full-time business right alongside of my voiceover business, one of the things that I had to do was learn to invest in time. And investing in time is basically just a way of saying I had to find ways to scale my time. And sometimes that means that I have software tools that are working for me that help me to save time. Or maybe that means that I'm outsourcing things to freelancers, which are helping me to gain time. But I've grown a much greater appreciation for time and learning how to invest in it to get the most out of those 24 hours each day. Successful people are people who respect time. If I'm not 15 minutes early for something, I'm late. Which means that if somebody else is not 15 minutes early for something that they're doing with me, then I feel like they're late and I feel like they're wasting time and I feel like they're disrespecting time and I feel like that's disrespecting me. There are a few things in life that set me off more than people who are late. 
if we have a set, if we have something scheduled and you show up late, you're disrespecting my time. You're disrespecting your time. You're disrespecting time in general. Time is a finite resource. Once it's gone, you cannot get it back. And so you need to be so intentional about how you are using that time. So successful people are people who respect time. And successful people are people who protect time. And those two things sort of go along together. But when you're protecting time, it's all about being more intentional with your time. About making choices that prevent you from wasting time. Because you know that you can't get it back when it's gone. After you've spent that hour on YouTube watching cat videos, you feel really guilty because you just spent an hour on YouTube watching cat videos. You did not protect your time. You did not respect your time. And was that really the best investment of your time? And this is why I said that this episode was going to make people uncomfortable. Because as I'm asking these questions, I know that you're shifting in your seat a little bit as you listen to this podcast. And the reason why I can say that is because even myself, I feel a little bit convicted sometimes. And one of the reasons why I teach this stuff is because it keeps it fresh in my own mind. It reminds me that I need to invest my time, that I need to respect my time. And that I need to protect my time. I want you to think about this. If Jeff Bezos can build a trillion dollar company, that's a T. A trillion dollar company. With the same 24 hours a day that you and I have got. Then trust me, you can find the time to do the marketing that you need to be doing to book the voiceover work that you want to be booking. You can find the time to do the coaching that you need to do in order to get better. You can find the time to learn how to properly use social media and then to use social media in order to grow your business. You can find the time that you need to learn how to use Adobe. You can find the time that you need to learn how to get better, more proficient at your editing. You can find the time that you need to sit down and read a book or two or five that are going to help you to become better at sales and marketing and more confident in running your business. That time is out there. What are you waiting for? So what I want to give you in this episode, now that I've made you feel sufficiently convicted and and guilty and maybe a little bit uncomfortable, I want to give you five things to consider when it comes to how to use your time. Number one on the list is prioritizing your schedule. One of the very first things that you have to realize is not everything is of equal value or importance. One of the very first things that I do when I sit down to do a coaching session with somebody is ask them what their objectives are. What is it you are trying to accomplish in your business? Because once I have a better idea of what it is that they're trying to accomplish in their business, I can have a better idea of what is and isn't priority. Usually people come to me feeling overwhelmed because they've got 500 things on their task list and they know, have no idea what to do first or what order to do them in or what is, needs to be done now and what needs to be done later. And, and the reason for that is because they're not prioritizing their time. They're not prioritizing their schedule. They're not prioritizing their task list. 
giving more time and priority to the items on your list that will produce the most results and have the biggest impact is important. So, as an example, sending 10 marketing emails to new leads today is more important than spending an hour farting around on Facebook. But yet, we all find an hour to fart around on Facebook. And almost everybody complains to me that they don't have enough time to send marketing emails. Prioritize your schedule. What is more important? What are the things that are going to produce the biggest results? What are the things that are going to have the largest impact on your business? Those are the important things. Those are the things that need to get done first. Those are the things that need to take up the most time on your schedule. Number two on the list, you have to have goals. And I talk to people all the time who tell me that goal setting isn't really their thing. And and I understand that. And there are a lot of different ways that you can set goals. But what I want you to think about is this. Without targets that you're specifically aiming for, how in the world are you going to set your priorities? How are you supposed to measure your progress and track your results? So an example of this, I need to do more marketing. It's a statement that every one of us has spoke at some point in time, myself included. The problem is I need to do more marketing is not a trackable goal with a measurable outcome. So I need to do more marketing. And so then you go on Twitter and you send out one tweet and then you pat yourself on the back and say, hey, I did more marketing. Not really going to cut it. But if you say I'm going to contact 50 new leads this week, now you've got something specific that you're aiming for. Now you can prioritize your schedule in order to be able to send those 50 emails to 50 new leads. You can track your progress to figure out by Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, where you're at in hitting those 50 new leads. And you can track the results. Did you successfully hit those 50 new leads? So you have to set goals for yourself. You have to know exactly what it is that you are trying to accomplish so that you can determine whether or not you are on track to do it. And that doesn't just fall in line with marketing. That's every aspect of your business. You know, I set goals for coaching. I set goals for demo production. I set goals for marketing and how many clients I'm going to have. I set goals for my income. I set goals for social media, all of this different stuff, because that is how I am able to determine if I'm using my time in the most efficient way possible. Now, this next one I think a lot of people are going to like, and that is schedule brainless time. And what do I mean by brainless time? I don't want this to sound like an offensive statement because that's not how I mean it. But the fact of the matter is we all need time to be off. And that can look like something different for a lot of people. So I'm no different than you. I have shows on Netflix that I like to watch. And so I will plan time to watch those shows, but I will hold myself accountable to a schedule when it comes to that. That way, one hour of watching a show doesn't turn into five hours of wasted binging. So allowing myself the opportunity to do some of those things, to just turn my brain off and just do whatever, and maybe that's watching something on Netflix, or maybe that's going out into my workshop, or maybe that's going for a bike ride or going for a walk, whatever it is. The point is, it's time where I'm not thinking about work. It's time where I can just turn it all off Relax, refresh, enter a vegetative state if that's what I desire. And so I call it brainless time. But I got to schedule it so that all of my time 
doesn't become brainless time. I got to schedule it so that brainless time doesn't take over my schedule and take over my priorities. And that's where I'm going to lose some of you. Because I know that when the new episode or when the new season of Fuller House comes out, you want to sit down and you want to watch it all at once. But you probably shouldn't do it that way. And I understand that it's probably not Fuller House, but I'm just saying. Number four on the list, you got to stop letting your excuses dictate your outcomes and your success. Let me ask you some very pointed questions. Who is in charge of your life? Who controls your schedule? Who makes your choices? Who sets your priorities? Who holds all the cards and all the power? Whether you realize it or not, whether you accept it or not, the answer to every one of those questions is you. Now, some of you have probably said, well, my wife or my husband or my spouse or my child or my dog or my boss or whatever, because if we can pass it off on somebody else, then we can feel less guilty about the fact that we're not doing the things that we need to do because we can blame it on somebody else. But at the end of the day, you are in charge of your life. You are in charge of your schedule. You are in charge of your choices. You are in charge of your priorities. You hold all the cards and all the power when it comes to your life. You just need to accept that and choose how you are going to start running your business and spending your time. Stop letting your excuses dictate your outcomes. I have a wife who works full-time outside of the home, and I have two young kids in school. I used to be a single guy until two years ago. I was a single guy who had all the time in the world. I mean, I wasn't single. I was dating my wife, but you know what I mean. I lived on my own. I wasn't married. I had no actual attachments other than the, you know, I'm totally digging a hole for myself here. I was not married and I did not have kids a couple of years ago. Let's just set it at that. I had a lot of freedom and flexibility in my schedule. If I wanted to work 16 hours a day, I had the ability to work 16 hours a day. Now that has shifted because I am married. I'm living with my wife. I do have my kids. My wife does work outside of the home, which means that I have daddy duty all of the time. I have to get up and get my kids ready and take them to school. I have to pick my kids up after school. Generally speaking, I have to make dinner because by the time my wife gets home from work, she has to take our kids off to dance or something else going on. And so my life altered drastically when I got married a couple years ago. But I've still managed to keep doing everything that I'm doing. I've still managed to continue to run my full-time voiceover business. I've still managed to run my full-time coaching business. And I've managed to grow both of them in scale and in income. So if you're using kids and jobs and all of this other stuff as excuses, I tell you this not because I'm like, look at me, I'm better than you. I tell you this to say, you know what? It actually is possible when you set goals and you learn how to prioritize your schedule, and you stop letting your excuses dictate your outcomes and your success. It's so important. It's not easy. You know, there are days for sure when I get frustrated because I want to just be able to walk into the office and work for 10 hours straight to get a particular project done, but I have constant interruptions because of kids and wife and cooking and house and all of those different sorts of things. But you know what? I still managed to do it and you can too. 
you can too. Nobody says you can't have fun. That's number five. Nobody says you can't have fun. And I don't actually think that you need to work 16 hours a day to build a business. What I do think, what I do believe, is that you need to be strategic and intentional with your time. And you need to run your decisions through the filter of your goals and objectives. One of the things that I've said in the past is that successful people make decisions based on their goals, not on their feelings. When I was trying to lose weight, do you want to know what I felt like doing every single day? Eating a hamburger, eating pizza, drinking a pop, sitting on the couch and watching TV. That's what I felt like doing. But I was trying to lose weight, so do you know what I did instead? I cooked healthy. I watched my calories. I reduced my sugar. And I got my butt on the treadmill. It's not what I felt like doing. But that's what I did. Because successful people make decisions based on their goals, not on their feelings. All of the decisions that you make, you need to filter them through your goals and your objectives. It doesn't mean you can't have fun. It doesn't mean you have to work all the time. It just means that you have to put some effort into your schedule and into your priorities. If too much of your time and effort is not going towards things, bringing you closer to your goals, it's time to try a different approach. It's time to sit down and look at your schedule and figure out where your time's going and decide, what are the things that are most important to me? What are the things that are going to grow my business? What are the things that are going to get me to where I want to be? And maybe that means that you've got to let some things go. Maybe that means that you have to reallocate how your time is getting spent. But when you become more intentional about it, you're going to start seeing results. Remember, successful people are people who invest time, who respect time, and who protect time. It's all about setting priorities and using your time wisely. You do that, and you are going to shift your potential greatly. Thanks so much for checking out another episode of the podcast. And I want to thank you again for sharing the podcast as well. Share it on social media, share it on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, so that your friends have the opportunity to listen. Your colleagues have the opportunity to listen. And I'd love to get your feedback as well. Always open to ideas for the podcast and want to hear how it's impacting you and the changes and differences and impacts that it's making in your voiceover business on a regular basis. So never hesitate to reach out to marketmarkscottvoiceover.com. Don't forget to check out the website, vopreneur.com, which was recently redesigned to make it a little bit easier for you to listen to past episodes. From there, you can also get access to the Facebook group and you can order your Vopreneur merchandise as well. Get a t-shirt. Let everybody know that you are an everyday Vopreneur. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your number one marketing tool is your voiceover demos. When you're posting them online, you want to be sure they're playable on any device and with any browser. The Voice Sam Player does exactly that. Sign up at msvo.me slash msvoicesam and receive three months of Voice Sam for the price of one. Sign up now at msvo.me slash msvoicesam.
and scene. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at VOPreneur.com.